Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple but oh so powerful. Come on in, let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey y'all, Mercedes back for episode 138 of Her Unapologetic Life, and we are wrapping up the self-care month. And we are also in starting to enter into spring. And as you know, seasonal living has been my big thing, of course, with the unveiling of unhur the unhurried life and me just really bringing everything into perspective with seasonal living and trying to create that rhythm here on the podcast with my clients, just making life a little bit more simple as we try to live seasonally. So this is a really fun episode also got myself a little tongue-tied because I th think I'm trying to connect a few things, right? Seasonal living, spring, and self-care. So bear with me. I have some notes, but it's a little bit of a free riff. I think I figured out a few things as I was thinking about it. So yeah, let's just get started, right? So we're almost to spring or in spring. Um, depending on where you live, you might be seeing more evidence of that than others. Um, sometimes the change from winter to spring can be a really dramatic um, and sometimes it can be less. And sometimes it can be really like drawn out, at least here. We can feel like we make a joke that we have like four springs or five winters before it hits spring. It's just the way it is up here in Michigan with the season changes. And um, just depending on the year, of course. Um, but I just say, hey, that gives us more time to shift into that next season if we need more practice in something. Um, and then we don't get caught up in the all or nothing either. So before we get a little deeper into this, give me a give me a status update on your self-care. Uh, if you've been listening this month, has your definition changed slightly of what self-care is? I hope so. Um, are you seriously thinking about or already implementing your own self-care practices that you've kind of just got from you know, listening to me or thinking about your tolerations, um, you know, what, what's going on with that? Have you kind of decided like, this is where I want to be in my self-care in relation to tolerations? I mean, we really did expand the definition this month um, because it's not just about, you know, the things you can do. It's more like how you're living your life by caring for yourself, being that selfish, right? In air quotes. Um, and so, to tie it in, I, I figured it was completely amazing and appropriate to talk about self-care in terms of seasonal living and, of course, spring becoming. And so 
it, the podcast is three reasons to bring your awareness to spring um, as an act of self-care. And I kind of think that um, I'm going to keep it pretty simple. You know, I just, when I think about spring, um, I feel like it's, it's, it's just a, a, a phase or a part of the year where it's like natural for us to be like, whoa, what's next? We're out of the hibernation. You know, I think about the book Bear Wants More. I don't know if you ever read that. Um, but I had it memorized at one point. I just remember saying, Bear wants more, and then Bear would go off to do more. And I feel like during the winter, um, like before the winter, I'm getting ready for things. During the winter, I'm just like, oh, let me hibernate a little bit. But when spring comes, Mercedes wants more. She's ready to get out of that hibernation a little bit. Um, and so I love that concept of coming out, um, but then also knowing that we can absorb only so much, so we take it season by season. So let's dig into this. Um, we'll see where my riff goes. Uh, but I had three things on my mind for today, so let's see if we can get it out. So, you know, three reasons why we want to bring awareness to spring as an act of self-care, right? Um, and the first one is, like, spring is just a really great season to notice how you can transition like I said, you're coming out of hibernation into, into like, whoo, new things, new life, movement, um, the be new beginnings, like little beginnings, whatever, however you look at it. But it's kind of like we get to decide if, to keep some stuff that we've had with us all winter. And we also can, if we so choose, we can release a lot. Um, and you might say, well, why do we want to do that? Well, we can't carry it all. You know, we... Like we looked at the tolerations list or maybe the perfectionism that's keeping us away from self-care. We can't carry it all. And a lot of it's actually not ours to carry. And so I feel like this like this is a great season to really detox in our own way, to get rid of what's not needed anymore. And what better way to have self-care than that? It's just a beautiful act of self-care. So that's the first one. Um, and then the second one is, you know, we can plant some seeds. Um, I love the analogy of the garden, right? Planting some seeds and knowing what that something will come to life, right? And as an act of self-care, I, I mean, that, I mean, doing that act is an act of self-care, but then knowing that um, something will come to life more likely if we're going to water it, have it where the sunshine is. Um, and I think about the sunshine as like being the Holy Spirit or God, um, you know, just shining, shining. And I like the whole, you know, a little dose of faith and hope that might be the fertilizer. Um, I get going on these analogies, I know. But what happens then is we are way more intentional. If we're planting a seed and we know by faith that something will happen, it might not be in the 90 days that some seeds go. It might be, you know, a couple seasons away. Um, we're going to fall more and more into the, the rhythm of that expectation and that patience. And we're just going to know if we plant seeds, something will happen. And so what better way to have self-care is to plant these intentional seeds to grow our lives and those around us, right? That feels really good. And then the third one is, um, you know, and I've been kind of a broken record about this. Some people, <laughs> some people are like when they, you know, they're my client and they say, you know, I was, I was trying to figure out what to do in this situation and I could hear you on my shoulder say this, 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 and this. And it pretty much countered like the, the devil on their shoulder, which is really their inner critic, right? And was and I'm just kind of, so I feel like <laughs> this might be those things where you're like, I keep hearing her say this and what? But 
the third one really is um, living into and giving that seasonal living a try. Like, and I think spring is a really great time for that reminder, right? You know, so if, you know, we decide at the turn of a season, any season, we're going to stop waiting and give it a try. I would argue that spring is really good because it just feels really fresh. Um, you know, and so I haven't always been into living seasonally. In fact, uh, <laughs> being an Enneagram 7 and a quick start on the Colby, I sometimes don't stay so present. So when I was thinking about, huh, how have I really settled into this seasonal living, a couple things came in, came to mind. Um, and really, interestingly enough, um, some of it really related to this time of the year. So back when my brother passed away, it, will be, it was 15 years ago this month, um, each year I decided, you know, right around the spring um, equinox that I would, uh, I would make a commitment for something that would make my life better to care for myself in the way that he couldn't for himself. And it got to be kind of big, right? Because <laughs> it was kind of like, I had this has to be epic. And as time went on, I just, I found out or figured out that these vows were a little much. They were a little in that all or nothing, people pleasing perfectionism thing, created some high function anxiety, let's just say. And so when seasonal living came around, it was like, huh, I do feel a lot of good energy in March to make some of these changes. So I'm not going to change that. But I also know that I have each season to recharge and to shift a little. And it just made, um, it just made things better for me. And how I really got into this seasonal or quarterly thing is when I joined a mastermind, which started in March, go figure. And it was basically like each, each quarter we would get together and we would review how things were going. And I suddenly realized it's like, huh, I actually, you know, am able to look at my life in a way that's just more <clears throat> fair. Excuse me, I need a drink. Too much talking today, I guess. So, which seemed a little more fair and a little more doable, to be honest. It wasn't these huge epic things I had to do. It was more like, oh, this season I'm doing this. And it was personal and for business. Interestingly, I learned the thing about tolerations there as well. And then I just kept going along. And finally, when I started working with a wellness coach who works with the Ayurvedic um, practices of seasonal living itself, it just went ding, ding, ding. And so here I am, a year and a half later, you know, really living into this and creating an opportunity for others with the unhurried life. And so that was kind of a long story, but I feel like that was probably my main reasons to bring awareness um, to spring or to seasonal living as an act of self-care because over the last, yeah, 15 years, I've had a few, and there are even more experiences that would really, um, would really just lend to that being a really important reason. And so nutshell, you know, seasonal living um, is a great way to to actually have great self-care. And with spring, like I said, it's just, you know, when I, we talked about how this is a great season to transition, um, planting some seeds, just all of those great analogies and the freshness of spring, it just really creates a rich environment for all of that. So those were the thoughts I had for today, you know, I, and, and it's kind of fun because it's like... Um, I'm probably really excited because we've got, we've gotten through the first season, the first capsule in the unhurried life. And as I'm creating um, all of the, the content and the stories and the sharing and the meditation and all sorts of things for the spring capsule over in the unhurried life, it's really, it kind of feels like that, 
you know, full circle. There's a lot of full circle things going on. And, you know, we're in March again. And it's like, oh, I'm in the right where I need to be. I don't need to create some great, big, epic vow of how I'm going to honor my brother's life. It's more of a, huh, I'm going to create this next season. And I'm going to live into this, this very next season. And so I really had fun talking about this episode, actually, now that I'm sitting here and having a big smile on my face. So let's just to review these three beautiful acts of self-care, you know, um, taking the season. It's a great season to really notice how you transition. Keep what is yours, release what isn't, find a way to detach literally and figuratively, right? <laughs> um, to get, get going with that analogy in your mind, the planting of the seeds, what can come to life? What are we going to water? What are we going to ask God's help for? Where are we going to be intentional? And then three, consider seasonal living. Really, that kind of is something I'll be talking about like that person on someone's shoulder, <laughs> the broken record. Um, and, and consider this season because spring is a really good time for that. And as you know, there's a place where you can practice it. Uh, there's never any pressure to come my way, but I would be honored if you would look into The Unhurried Life and just check it out and see what you think. Um, and really make spring be um, that place where you can slow down, you can go inward, you know, and you can just take the time to allow things to grow as they need to. So that was today's episode. Felt like I talked a while, but not super long. So I hope this was as um, impactful to you as it was to me as I let it unfold. And next month we will have a new theme. As you know, I love them. And um, I really look forward to coming back for April. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup, and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot co. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.